In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza and Aileen Drexler I'm gonna make you girls a hump day treat in a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram just doing my workout Tuesday's arms and back but feels anything but in real life is butter a carb? yes this is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie from people who understand the struggle I am on the third day of my cleanse diet Hello and welcome back to Diet Star Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. Hey, Sammy. <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, what's up with you? You know, I told you just like minutes ago that I had so many things to talk about. I can barely remember what they are, but like maybe <laughs> I could regenerate them. Okay, let's list them. Jen Shaw, number one. <laughs> yeah, can't think about anything but her and her financial crimes on my mind um yeah. also because you when we used to when it was on salt lake city you, we're not going to talk about salt lake city on this episode but just really quickly when you we would watch it when it was on you were like there is something scandalous regarding like money happening in the shaw household and like she's and you were like i'm calling there's going to be something legal gonna happen next season and you were right Jen Shaw, I mean, the signs were there. The signs, like, there was nothing about her added up or made sense. A lot, often what she said made no sense. And when you are living that kind of lifestyle, you're either in, like, crazy debt or unless it's, like, explicable. Right, unless you can explain where it's coming from, which you couldn't really, (laughs) like, something was up there. Something was happening, like, she had a secret, and that's why, you know... She was blowing up. Scammy vibes. But yeah, no. Okay. The fact that her case is being brought by like these prestigious prosecutors, I feel like really elevates her in terms of the housewife world. You know, like to me, she was kind of like low. She was kind of like, but now I feel like I'm like, oh, she's a she has a sophisticated financial scheme going on. (laughs) That's interesting. I'm just excited because it's like a scammer. Like there's a scam in our scammer in our midst. <laughs> right, 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 right. She is a big asshole though. Like she was purposely going after old people. Okay, Sean asked to explain in one sentence. Okay. She was basically running a, I'm gonna read off my little script for my TikTok. She was running a telemarketing scheme that targeted people mostly over like age fifty-five. She was selling them like non-existent business services by like like tax prep and like web design and all this like stuff, but there would never actually be like a product, but she would just take all their information and charge them money, obviously. And then she would take their information, turn it into lists and sell that those lists to other scammers and then got a kickback. She basically made revenue from what was made from those lists from the other referral scammers. Fee. Yeah. Yeah. Like a referral fee, but like no more than a referral fee, like more like a commission. And then she had it um, like 
she had the money like wired into offshore bank accounts. <laughs> like there was a lot yeah, so going on. She knew on. she was doing something criminal. Yeah, they were using encrypted messages. Like she was really. Um, this was like a sophisticated scam. Yeah, and when I say I'm ex- and when I say I'm excited, like I mean I don't mean like it's obviously really fucked up when she's scamming like older people. The part that I find so intriguing is that like the FBI, right? That's who was investigating her. SEC, FBI, who? Uh, the Justice Department. But yeah, I guess it is the FBI. They yeah. were. Yeah, there was an investigation, a real criminal investigation going on for a while on Jen Shaw. Then imagine Bravo walks in. He's like, we would like to film you. <laughs> and the FBI, I can only see it from like the lens of the Sopranos, you know, like the FBI agents. <laughs> And, ima- and then like the F and then and then it's just like, OK, and then she's filming and she's the balls to film like just like Teresa and Joe and yeah. she does it and she tries to be like the star of the show. And FBI is probably like this moron, like this is only going to be worse for you. But she clearly thought she would never get caught like most criminals who get caught do. Right. Brazen asshole. Yeah, she was also such an asshole. I really didn't even, I didn't like her at all. Um, she was mean. Um, I had such a Sopranos moment today. Yeah. Um, anytime I go into a car, like, or near a car dealership, I always think about Tony Soprano's girlfriend, uh, Gloria, at the car dealership, at the Mercedes dealership, who he, yeah, who he then, <laughs> yeah, who he then, like, um, she, whatever. I'm not going to spoil this 20-year-old show, but... It always makes me think of that. And this, and this, but this morning I went to pick up our new car and I was like in the car dealership and I was like, is Gloria Trillo going to approach me? <laughs> anyway. Yeah, she, that's yeah, that the was story. A, she was a tortured soul. Um, <laughs> the character of Gloria Trillo. Um, congrats on your new um, replace, replacement vehicle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just glad I didn't need a replacement like body part or something after the accident so we're good turn to morbid turn (laughs) it feels like cat food has been the same forever smelly boring made of mystery ingredients that's why you've got to try smalls smalls cat food is protein packed recipes made with preservative free ingredients you'd find in your fridge and it's delivered right to your door make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love we actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat it comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order 
plus free shipping, baby. Let's get into our episode. Sammy, what are we talking about today? We are talking about vacation. Vacation all I ever wanted. We are talking about vacation, but what are we specifically talking about regarding vacation? We are are talking about not letting diet culture ruin your vacation. Okay. Our new, okay, just letting everyone know, we have a new um, brand manager, Sydney, and she wrote us a little intro for the outline. I feel like it's a very cohesive intro. Should I read it? Yeah, read it. Okay. Vacation, I was like, say yes. Right. Vacation body anxiety is a very real thing, especially after this year, which has just been so incredibly hard in so many ways. And we're literally been told not to go outside and be active. So summer is approaching and more people are getting vaccinated. And the thought of going on a vacation now finally sounds like something we can maybe be doing. Also, like I had a little bit of a vacation like two weeks ago. So yes, kind did. of. Yeah. Also, today we're going to talk about like the anxiety and stress that goes along with going on vacation, specifically the body anxiety. And we want to talk about whether or not going on vacation changes the way you feel about your body. So, And the inspiration for today's episode comes from this tweet that, you know, was very viral on the interwebs. And this is by um, at the life of balance, Julia Roth on Twitter. Um, Her tweet was, vacations are meant to be fun and relieve stress. Don't let diet culture take that away from you. Eat what you want, exercise when you want, and wear what you want. And we posted this like on a few of our accounts, I Starts Tomorrow and Travel. And on Travel, it was pretty funny. Like people, um, we put a poll up of like agree or disagree, and it was pretty split. Um, So we thought it would be like a good episode to just like chat about this i am also going on a little baby moon and i'm so excited <laughs> I'm like why are I'm you like crying? crying about how how just the thought of being of just taking a break is just so exciting oh, to me it's good I'm, yeah I'm, yeah crying of, of relief and just looking forward to just doing nothing is just this the pure delight at the end of this very very close <laughs> week, two weeks um i'm just pumped so okay so tell everyone when where are you going like not specifically like the coordinates or anything but like very very secluded place um like this is a non-party hotel there there will be no mingling <laughs> i rusty's gonna be so fucking bored but <laughs> oh my god I'm who's just, he gonna talk to you other obviously <laughs> me, but like who else the whole time um it's a place that i vetted very clearly i've been there you've been there um i'm not gonna share where i'm going until after i get back but i'm sure you whatever i can I just, vouch that I, it is secluded it Took me a very, yeah, very secluded, not much travel. My doctor okayed the distance and all. And um, I'm. That's exciting. I, it's exciting because I wanted to go away for so long. And I finally feel some feeling of it's okay to go away right now. Like, like everything has just been stressful, like having being pregnant in COVID is so, so stressful and getting the vaccine and just like 
it just feels I like I'm excited just to take a break and putting my vacation message on in my email like those things I'm very very oh yeah about. the responder that's exciting am I your person who you um refer <laughs> do you want to be do you, is this I just where? I am like I could do I could do Rachel actually. Yeah, do Rachel. Do Rachel. Okay. <laughs> Don't um, do it. <laughs> for urgent matters, contact Rachel. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. This place is really outdoors, like very, it's very airy. And I'm I know people who've just recently been there. They say everything is very clean, safe, masks. So I feel I'm feeling good about it. But obviously I'm scared to go to the airport a little bit. So my biggest challenge is if I can pack in a, in a, and you know me, <laughs> if I can pack in a carry on, um, Rusty's like hysterically laughing at the fact that I'm going to try to do that. But this how is long are you me, going for? I'm um, just like, uh, I think se- not seven, eight days, eight days. Oh, so, that's long. Okay. That's hard. Actually. I it's thought you were going like four challenge. days. So no, I went, oh. I'm going all in. This is the last vacation I'm taking before I'm alone while we're still alone <laughs> Wow. as a family of two. Um, so I really just want to relax and I f- just need it. But yeah, Rusty, like I said, Rusty's going to be so fucking bored. <laughs> I mean, you only need like bathing suits and like, you exactly. know, like it's small stuff. Yeah. And like, it's not a fashion show, but yeah, that said, this is actually really helpful about for what you just said is actually really key to our conversation today. I know probably everyone thinks we're just talking about your vacay, but it's actually um, kind of the whole point. Yeah. Oftentimes it's not a fashion I feel show. Like, yeah. F- vacation is supposed to be this fashion show. We drop like we go and shop so much in advance. We have to show off new outfits. We need to look good in these outfits. You always bring like you always bring like so many combinations. Like I've always, you know, I was actually thinking just to get into vacation. Like we have a vacation plan for the end of the summer, and I've started shopping, and I've started think. And I was actually thinking about you when I was like redo when I was unpacking from Colorado and redoing my closet a little bit. You started shopping already, <laughs> like just for summer stuff. So like, but I'm obviously thinking with like, oh, what will I wear on big? Like what will be good to have for that vacation too? So, so I was thinking of you because I was like um, going, I was like trying to organize or whatever. And I was like picturing how like on vacation, you always bring a lot of like options. And I was like, I'm going to try to bring a lot of options this year. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I never can carry a pet, get a carry on. I've missed a train I missed a train in Italy because my suitcase was too heavy and I was running and dragging it. And Jordana and my friend Alexa thought I made the train. They went. We were trying to go to the airport to go to Portugal. And I. That was the craziest story because of, my of life, your honestly because of your <laughs> wait, because of your luggage because of my luggage was too heavy. I couldn't get I couldn't I couldn't physically I'm I have PTSD from that, too, because me like on a train alone scared. I'm going to miss our connecting flight to um, where are we going? Portugal. I was like alone. And Sammy and Jordana were like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> That's crazy. I actually have to bring a big suitcase this summer because we're going for like four weeks. So I can't bring. Okay, <laughs> I'll just tell you what happened. Avi and I had had 
two weeks of a vacation planned. And then his friend has a house in Corsica in France. So he invited us to come for a week and stay there. And Are you a princess? <laughs> I mean, I'm not the princess. I don't have a house in Corsica. But so he invited us to stay. He, he has apparently like a really nice house. So he invited us to stay for a week like before. But the, the week was before, one week before our vacation. So we're like, oh, we might as well just like add, just stay around the area. You're going to be like the guest of honor in like a Corsica <laughs> castle. You know, one can hope. One can hope. One could hope. But anyway. Um, all right. But so yeah. let's get back to the topic at hand. Um, so not So not only do we go and shop, like it's all about like appearance, but for so many times in my life, I've I've been like, holy shit, I'm going on vacation in a month. I need to crash diet. I need to like restrict like crazy. Right. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. I mean, literally last weekend. So when we were in Colorado last weekend, we went we went we had a weekend in, in Vail and Aspen and really only two days where did it feel like, um, oh, I'm seeing people because we met like two of Avi's friends there and Obviously, it was a winter vacation, so it's kind of a different story. But there was a hot tub, which obviously involved a bathing suit. And it was the first time, like, anybody I know has seen me at this weight in as little clothing as I was in. And, like, honestly, at at first I was anxious. But then I was just, like, then I just, like, got in the hot tub. Like, I just, (laughs) (laughs) like, I, you know, it's definitely, like, present in my mind that like I feel like I'm in a bigger body and I don't feel comfortable or like proud or confident necessarily. Um, And I don't like, I can feel myself holding myself uncomfortably Um, and I don't know how to dress really. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's stressful. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Why is it that we feel the need to suddenly, like, change everything 
just because you're going like to a new place with strangers. Like there's no one really going to yeah. be there unless there are people, you know, but still they know who, who, what you look, look like. Okay. I, I think the source of the issue is that is, is social media. Like part, okay. Part of it is like, oh, I want to look good for my husband. But the real source of the issue, I think, as we may experience it, is social media. Because we've sort of been like a little bit trained to see the vacation as the photos of the vacation, as like the footage and the documentation of the vacation rather than like the living of the vacation. So true. And that's because of our like parallel lives on social media. But pictures and and footage and videos are not actually the vacation you in the vacation living the vacation is the vacation so but but we've sort of been like trained that like this like preserved documented museum version of the vacation is actually what it is so to sort it's really about preparing for that i think right I mean, I'm thinking about myself. Like, I, I obviously shopped before this trip. It's like a mini wedding. You want to look back on it and you want to look skinny in the pictures. Like, right. So before this trip, I did shop, um, but also because I have no clothes that fit me. That's because I'm pregnant. Um, but I'm. I was also thinking, like, how do I look chic? <laughs> Even though like Rusty has no idea like what chic is. He's like, as long as it's not high-waisted pants, we're good. We're like puffed sleeves. And I'm like, that's chic. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just so interesting. Yeah. Like, because then you start to feel like, oh, I can only look chic if I look slender. <laughs> and if I can wear the clothing that I could buy in the um the sizes that are smaller or sizes that are, you know, meant to be worn by like, you know, a woman who's a size like 10 or less, honestly. Um, and it just feels, yeah, I think there's just this sort of like, it's a, just a natural status thing. Like we desire to look and feel a certain way. Maybe, maybe it's less about feeling. I think it really is more about looking. Um, but and you part fear, of it, the fear feelings are a result of how you think you're being perceived or look. Yes, correct. Yeah. It's like your feelings are less like about you than they are about sort of like, do I have, have I achieved this? What people think of you like, like, okay, I was trying on like this bathing suit and I was looking in the mirror and I have obviously have not been exercising as I normally do. And I'm like looking at my legs and I'm like, well, all right. <laughs> like, this isn't that fun. <laughs> but I'm just gonna say like, fuck it. Like, what else am I gonna do? Like, this is just my body. But had this been maybe years ago, I would not. I don't know what I would do. I would look for uh, like cover ups that cover my bottom and maybe never wear them and then be so scared to take it off in person. Um, have you ever opted out of a beach vacation of like fear of being in a bathing suit? No. When I was younger, I visited my grandma and with my brother, who was much younger at the time, who like, you know, like wanted to swim to have fun, like rather than just stand there and yeah. tan like me. Right. Um, <laughs> stand and talk. Stand, talk and tan. Um, 
Oh, that's another thing, by the way. Like, I'm going on this vacation for a long time, but I can't be out in the sun for that long. You can't get overheated. So really, what am I going to do? You should get a hat. Oh, I have a hat. I got the Amazon foldable hat. You should get a fan to put in your phone. You should get, you should, you should get one of those hats that says future mom on it. I'm kidding. (laughs) I got my hat on Amazon. Um, And so anyway, so when I was younger, like, I would go visit my grandma. And this is, I was would be with my brother who was younger at the time. And he, you know, he loved to swim and that's his idea of like entertainment. Whereas mine, like swimming was like standing, tanning and talking, talking. <laughs> talking. And um, I would tell him, no, I don't like swimming. Like, because I didn't want to get off my chess lounge, like to walk from the chair to the pool, literally. And I think I've talked about this on the show that like I remember and I really regret it like on times of bonding with my little brother just because I felt so self-conscious about what the fuck my grandparents live in an older senior community. <laughs> what they <laughs> right. what they think of me, my like 20 something year old self in my like stupid fucking bikini. Like, can you is it's, it's so fucked up to hear myself back and hear that yeah i mean it's think about i mean that's just sort of like the vacation example of all the vacation specific example of all the things that we've that we've given up because of food or weight or how we feel about how we look or something like that and i mean it's sort of you know like when you cancel dinner because you had too many calories that day Something I always struggled with, I think, let's say when we've been on vacation with our friends in the past, is like the eating on vacation and like wanting to indulge and have a good time and being drunk. And obviously it's hard to like diet ever when you're drunk and wanting to not feel bloated or something. And I think back and I'm like, it's so dumb. It's not like I was going to like look different if I ate chips or if I ate crudite. Like it's just... (laughs) Yeah, it's so stupid. It's stupid, but I do feel like you end up getting a little bit more bloated in the on vacation because the food like traveler's diarrhea. Sorry, TMI, but like the food is different. It's probably salt. You're you're eating out all the time. Not really that different than me right now, but you're eating out all the time and it's just like stuff you're not used to topped with drinking, which definitely like makes your face look fuller but mostly only to you it's not like to other people and it's just the way that you start to feel like I remember coming back from and it's and then it's this feeling after when you get back and you're like oh it's gonna take me now I have to lose five pounds I have like distinct memories of my mom when we were younger like stepping on a scale after getting back on vacation talking about how many pounds she's gained from this one week and me being like oh okay we can't do that and (laughs) me knowing now that that's bullshit it's not real weight there's no chance she gains five pounds on a week vacation like there's zero chance so the bloating and and the water retention and all of that is real, but the you're not gaining fat. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's like you and, should just enjoy yourself. And also like when you try to be good, quote unquote, on vacation, you're actually just like sort of ruining it and like giving yourself additional stress. And 
it led me, it would lead me to binge. Like I remember right before the pandemic, we went on Jay's Bachelorette and like I was so stressed because my wedding was, or I thought my wedding was coming up. And I remember feeling like, like so on like ravenous on that vacation because I felt like, oh my gosh, after this, I really have to diet. And that's my like last chance. And it made me like incredibly ravenous on that vacation because I was like stressed to be drinking so much. And mm. it's just so dumb. And then my wedding didn't even happen till August. So and it all became, yeah. It seems dumb, like in hindsight or just talking about it, but it feels so real when you're experiencing it. It is real. It's, but it feels so like important, not even real. Like just it feels so important in the moment. And then also when you get back and like people saying, oh, I got to go on a juice cleanse or I don't do that anymore, right. but I definitely have. Um, just going hardcore diet after a vacation. And then it just, what's the point? Like, it's, it's not just, like stupid if someone does this because like the society tells them they need to. So like it's right. not like you're stupid. It's just that like it is silly in general that this is sort of what life revolves around. Like these are these are very common patterns and thoughts and like why are they so established? One thing I um I do want to comment on from the outline is one of the listener DMs that that asked how do you gain back confidence when going from quarantine sweatpants to swimsuits? And it kind of made me think like confidence. Okay. So everyone like wants to be confident. That is like a feeling people want. I actually feel like confidence when I think about it in the context of like going on a beach vacation is a mm -hmm. myth. If I looked thin, I was confident. If I right. looked heavier, I wasn't confident. And honestly, it wasn't even about like the absolute weight that made me confident or not confident. It was like if I was thinner than usual, I was confident. If I was heavier or a little more bloated than usual, I was not confident. Right. Exactly. And, and then I think like, okay, if confidence in general is conditional – how can it be real confidence? Like if it's if it's based on like looking on like being in the process of losing weight or having lost a certain amount of weight, like that's not real confidence. Like con I almost feel like this, the idea of confidence is sort of like a fraud and what it should be replaced with is self-esteem, which is a more stable trait. Like like you either have like you you can have like levels of good self-esteem and self-respect and like how high in, like how in, in what regard you hold yourself and I feel like that's like much more stable and more important and like based on more like real things than confidence and I think people should not strive to feel confident which can be like which, it's which very can be outward sort of, it's outward it's temporary it's fleeting it's like is my outfit good is my makeup good because think about this you could be really feeling yourself you okay you go out on a night out you're really feeling yourself you feel like you lost weight you're you think you look great you have a new outfit the guy texted you back like you know you're right. all great okay then you find out that you have lipstick all over your teeth do you feel or somebody takes a picture and yeah. what mo really yeah. happens you take oh you're like so excited let's take a pic you take yeah. a picture and then you look at it and you're like 
I don't look that good in here. Wait yeah. a minute. And then you question your entire reality. Right. So your confidence <laughs> is shot from if you're if you have if if confidence is real, it can't be shot from like one bad angle or like one mishap. That's why it's like forget confidence. Work on your self-esteem and how much like how good you feel about like you yourself as a person for like reasons that can't just be like can't fluctuate with the scale. Well, what's um what's something that could fluctuate your self-esteem? Just so we can put it in context. Like okay, let's say you do something bad to a friend and you feel really badly about it and you like you ditch them. Like you ditch someone for a stupid shallow reason. Like okay, then maybe if you feel bad about yourself and you're like, "Oh, maybe that was like wrong." You're like kind of questioning like Am I a good friend? But let's say you do something nice for, I, I don't know, like let's say you do something good for someone and they're like, they are really appreciative. That I think could make you have good self-esteem because like you did something that made someone feel good. But something, some let's say something you didn't do. So I would say like when I was younger, I think my self-esteem was affected, not necessarily even confidence because I was never really that confident to begin with. But yeah. my self-esteem was affected if like I would, if a guy did reject, from rejection. Right. Yeah. Something, no, rejection something definitely. Something like that, that definitely affects well, rejection, your self-esteem. If you have really solid self-esteem, I think rejection will be less crushing. Like, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, I think but that's, you, yeah. But you can still not be confident. It's kind of interesting because confidence, the opposite of confidence is just not confident. And whereas like self-esteem has, is, gives, there's like grace in, in self-esteem. There's yeah. like, you can, you still have a self-esteem, but maybe it's low at the moment. Maybe it's a little high. So I like that. Like, well, I think, I think it's really like more stable, but like you, it allows for a range of feelings like within it, you can have high self-esteem and feel sad or resentful because you're rejected, but you can overall still have high self-esteem. And it's not like it's just high or low. It's like, you can have like, medium selfish you know it, it's like it, yeah it's like I think it's a more it's more of like how you regard yourself generally and then it allows you to feel proud or ashamed or like you know that like and I yeah. think it's something you build over time or you lose over time like if you're in an abusive relationship you're gonna lose self-esteem and you're gonna come out of that relationship probably with very low self-esteem Whereas if yeah. you like sh sh realize that you are really good at something and like you conquer a fear that might probably improve your self-esteem. Like, right. So I feel like, and there it's, that's why it's like, I think more worthwhile to think about yourself on those other metrics because they're more stable and they're more like affected by you and like just generally like something that's helping through the world and the people around you rather than like the right. like feeding more into diet culture, which ultimately makes you and other people feel very bad. Even people who are at the peak of diet culture, they still feel really bad too. From from my personal experience, like listening to this, our own conversation and like trying to relate it back to maybe something that I'm feeling or not feeling right now, I could say, I can pretty, I can say that I think that right now, like I have a pretty decent self-esteem and I'm going about like going on this vacation 
I feel okay with it. Like I feel I'm not going to change the way I eat before. I'm not going to change the way that I eat there or the way that I eat after. Um, I even, but, but maybe I don't feel that confident about my legs to use that same yeah. example, but who, but then at the end of the day, I go, the reason why I was able to just sort of brush that off is because my self-esteem dictates the fact that that's not that important. Yes. So, that's that's kind of like a real life example of that. And I kind of like the fact that this you can still be confident at being a good thing. That's great. But depending on how, like how malleable that confidence is or yeah. like porous it is that that's kind of how it you will how you can tell whether or not it's it's going to break or not. Confidence is also so situational that just like don't chase it. Like if you're really good at basketball, you might feel really confident walking onto a basketball court, but you might also be really shy and walking into a party, you're not confident. So like it's not a real thing. Confidence is a mood. It's it's not a it's not a Current quality. Mood. Yeah. Right. Since we just got into a D- listener DMs, um DST or sent us a bunch of DMs, conversation starters that we've been sort of answering in this episode. Let's do one more um that we kind of really just touched on earlier, but let's talk about it. Okay, I'm going to read it. Bathing suits are my own personal hell. Strong statement, agreed. I always feel the need to restrict before I wear one. Any tips on how not to do this? Yeah, I mean, I see why bathing suits sort of take it to the next level because it's not like going out to dinner, which can, picking an outfit to go out to dinner can be stressful. But when you're at bathing suit level, I I get it. You can't hide. You can't hide. I mean, yeah. you could wear, you're right, you could wear a cover up. You could get a spray tan to increase your confidence level. <laughs> um, but I think that this is something that you might struggle with. It, it is a struggle having I'm still I struggle with it. Like it's not something yeah. that like it's I don't want to like lie and be like, oh, here's the answer to your bathing suit. Um, but I think but uh, I think analyzing maybe the source of the hell, it's because like it's full exposure. Say, well, that but also you're comparing yourself. This is the same game with outfits and shopping. I think yeah. you're comparing yourself to Ab City on Instagram and maybe the people around you who you notice you don't you're not really noticing the people who aren't walking around with in ab Ab city you know there you're you're there are just as many people who are sort of wearing one pieces or don't have like you know the body that you're trying to have right Well, what's interesting about in person versus Instagram is that Instagram magically everyone's body looks perfect and like exactly as it should but in real life if you're at like a pool at a hotel there's so many different body types it's not just like thin fat but it's like but you don't notice them right when you're so deep into it you don't notice what i've started what i've actually started noticing because as part of this i've just been sort of like noticing like not from like an oh like judgmental or sorting type like sorting into like good or bad type of way but like there are so many unique bodies and then that sort of makes me feel like how can clothing be expected to fit like yeah when I say notice I don't mean like they don't they're not there you're ignoring it's more so you're not you see it you're like oh, all right 
They're like me. Mm, let's pay attention to the people I want to look like, you know, and then you just like put on your jealousy hat goggles rather. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, and then I'm like, and then you take it personally. Meanwhile, this person is not paying attention to you, but you were just created this entire narrative in your head and then you don't get up off your chair. <laughs> and, well, you know, well, okay. So I think the, I think the way, I think what I would try to focus on because it's not just going to be like, oh, I'm going to rid myself of this feeling. Like that's like number one, like reality check. What I would try to do is focus on like what you're doing while you're in the bathing suit. Like, are you with a friend? Are you with your significant other? Are you like um, in relaxing the you're on the beach? Like, do you hear like beautiful sounds of the waves? Do you like, is the water nice? Like, How's the setting? Are you enjoying a good drink? Like, are you having a snack? Like, think about all the things that you're doing that are like so great. You're you're on vacation, so you're not working. That's obviously like step number one. Things are good. <laughs> like trying to, I think trying to focus on the experience that you're having rather than like, um, sort of doing like a pervasive self checking and like trying to like view yourself from another's perspective, like. Just try to focus on like what you're experiencing in the moment. Absorb the, like the fortune, like, you know, the your good fortune that you're on vacation um, with people that you love, hopefully. Um, and I would really try to focus on what is actually like happening to you because that is you want that to be what you remember from your vacation that you are spending money on, not NPTO days, not like. Oh, I felt so fat on that vacation. And the more you try, more you focus on that, the more I think you will probably look back on the vacation as being about what you looked like. Right. I do have to say that when you're younger, you go on vacation more often with people that you may not be as close with. Whereas True. when you're older, you go, you're, you're less like these people know you so well that it's less of a thing. Right. Um, so when you're younger, for our younger listeners, younger than us, <laughs> um, I we get I get it. I totally get it. Like spring, talk about personal spring health. Break. Like spring break, which just went by, when being in college, personal <sighs> hell. And I would drink so much to compensate. That's another thing. Like I would try to get so drunk, so that I would not. So I would have this false sense of confidence. Literally, it was it was tied hand in hand parallel. Yeah, I would drink just to talk to people. And it was just it and it worked. However, I it didn't work because I was a mess. And then the next day <laughs> I would I would feel really, really bad and I would feel bloated from drinking too much. And I would then eat my feelings. And it was just this awful, vicious cycle. And all because I just had such low sense of self and fake. I didn't have confidence, but I also had a very low self-esteem. Yeah, no, totally. I was definitely like in that boat too of like drinking to more just numb in general, like body being like one of the, you know, like many things that I was trying to sort of ignore. Yeah. But there is obviously hope at the end of all of this. Like 
uh, me personally, I feel excited. I don't real. I feel even though I'm bigger. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. It's due to pregnancy. But even if I wasn't pregnant, I would definitely not be smaller um, due to the pandemic. We got a bunch of like messages about like I gained a lot of weight in the pandemic. I'm really feeling self-conscious about the summer. Kind I'm with like you. Kind of like what we talked about in the last episode. I think a lot, a lot of people are on that boat. Um, I will, I will, no I will make intended. a recommendation. Um, Reformation has great extended sizing stuff. I got a bunch of things, and like I actually feel like okay, I have enough things to wear to like three to four things. <laughs> I I do think like yeah, while we are saying that buying clothes, we we may buy clothes to make ourselves have this fake again confidence no but Instagram. i need because i but, literally do not have other clothes no, forget, like, I forget need it. let's clothing. say let's say let's say somebody yeah. still has like bigger things in their closet that they will still fit in i think as a way of maybe making yourself feel better is buying some newer stuff that again buy a hot, bigger size that fits you now but i think that will make you feel good in 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 real time when you go out you're like oh i have a new shirt and i like how it looks you know like spending some time you know it's a form of self-care as long as you're not like breaking your credit limit like just yeah. buying like one thing to something nice that makes you feel good good i think that can help and of course if you can afford it just just saying that but of course that can make you feel good um and yeah, we hope this episode was well, you guys liked it. I mean, I know a lot of I, the summer is this scary, which it really shouldn't be because it's scary so season. exciting. It's but that okay, that is fuck vacations. Summer itself, the whole summer bodies are made in the winter line that's constantly in everybody's brain from like pre pre anti diet culture messaging. Like the summer being this scary thing when it's supposed to be this fun time of the year it's the funnest time of the year literally you go outside people aren't as intensely working you go outside you get to sit outside you get to go to a pool you if you can if you have access of course but if you like you get to just sort of the sun is so good for you in your skin it's just a better people are happier in the summer most yeah people, of no course. it's <laughs> and it shouldn't be ruined by uh it should not anti-fat bias if you guys have any ideas for any episodes you want us to talk about, if you like this conversation, um, any themes or anything, email us DST at Betches.com. DM us at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Um, wish me luck in my vacation. <laughs> um, and this week, aka out tomorrow, our first episode of Betches Moms is dropping and we are interviewing Rachel Bilson and... I, we already pre pre interviewed her. Like I had, we had this interview and it was so good. She's really down to earth. It's going to be great. So Betcha's mom's podcast is literally launching tomorrow and I'm so excited about it. Yeah. So moms, mom, curious, not even curious, pregnant. just fans of Aileen, right? Pregnant. That is another stage. Go listen. I'm excited. I'm excited to listen. It's hosted by me who is prego and Brittany, who runs the Betches Moms account, also our art director, she's pregnant, but also has a toddler. And it's, it's, a, it's been a good show to record so far. And we hope you guys like it. If you're a mom or, again, you don't have to be a mom to listen. I'm technically not a mom. There's um, no admission. 
yeah. admission at door. Um, and yeah, guys, rate, review, subscribe, follow on Spotify, leave us a, a review on iTunes, please. We love you. Say hi to Sydney at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Follow me at Aileen, Sammy at Sammy. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.